Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Bij Centraal Beheer gaan we net een stap verder voor onze klanten. Daarom geven we ze 10 seconden van onze zendtijd om hun auto te verkopen. Dames en heren, 18.000 kilometers heeft mijn Mazda 6 GTM uit 2014 gereden. Hij is rood met elk, de kleur van de liefde. Kijk op Facebookpagina Mazda 6 te koop. Dankjewel. Wil je deze of een andere auto kopen? Kies dan ook voor de klantvriendelijkste verzekeraar. Ga naar centraalbeheer.nl slash auto. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back, cause it's time for the podcast. Okay, so this is episode two of Hip Hop Save My Life, the podcast. Uh, I'm here with Rue Madge. How do? How you doing? I said, how do? All right, yeah, good. Yeah. This is volume two of, um, you know, we wanted to sort of build up on the momentum. We wanted to make this a regular thing. So we're thinking every six or seven months, we're going to put out another episode. We're really just sort of build up on that heat. Do you know what I mean? Some yeah. people go weekly. What I feel with that is, one, that takes a lot of work. And two, you're sort of giving people too much. So what I yeah. think is, I think you do it rarely and also regularly. So people don't know when to expect the next one. Do you know what I mean? And... I think that that means that people that listen to it are real fans, mm. and also it helps because we've already run out of guests. Correct. Yeah, that's, so, the, yeah. that's, that's the other thing. Yeah. So there's only so many comedians. So we've got we've got Mark Smith. Look out for Mark Smith back on the next one. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be on episode three. So look yeah. out for that. Hopefully, he's listen to some music. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. I'm very honoured. Well, honoured is, is, is is too strong a use of the word. I'm delighted, delighted to have Joe Jacobs. Joe. Hello. Joe, can you um, introduce yourself to our listener? So, I'm Joe Jacobs. What are you about? <laughs> Hi, listen, I'm Joe Jacobs. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'm also uh, a rapist as well. I've been rapping for about, well, about, since I put my first album out in 2008, right. and then I kind of made the switch to stand-up comedy, having garnered uh, a few albums that were both critical and commercial failures. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were they called? Uh, my first one was called Mental Disorder back in 2008, which was basically kind of, I'd say, about a 60-minute-long apology for rapping. Right. Kind of had all the hip-hop tropes, but turned on its head. So instead of, like, talking about getting all the bitches, it was talking about being relegated to the friend zone immediately and making right. a song about Getting that. all the guys. Yeah, that would be the opposite, wouldn't <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would actually be the opposite, really. I, sh- I should right. state that's, that's not what the song is about. Okay. I mean, it's up for... It's so up when you said you were turning it up on its head, yeah. you were sort of turning it sideways, weren't you? Sideways, yeah, not yeah, the You're turning the trope sideways. So is it always funny? <laughs> well, I mean, I like to keep it serious, but, you know, I have some comical elements, for right. sure. There was another tune called Black, which is, instead of, like, the, the gun rhythm, the token gun rhythm, yeah. 
In this case, it was just about driving through the suburbs with a super soaker loaded with my own urine. Was I chilling with a group of tokers who made a recent purchase of super soakers? And suddenly I had an idea. Take a leak in the tanks, the end result is quite clear. So we hopped in my man's Nova. I'm looking for recipients cruising all over. Soon enough, I saw a traffic warden on his rounds. Pulled up alongside him with a couple of guns. Nice. Which was, um, <laughs> Have you done that? Uh, we, we did for the shoot, yeah. Did you actually use urine? There, there was some. So you did use urine. And how did you? How did you Keep get? Real. Can I, how did you get the urine into the super soaker? Did you decant it first and then pour in, or did you piss straight into the super soaker? I mean, there was a bit of water in there, but we wanted to wanted to it wanted it to be an accurate depiction of right. What so we're you pissed about. into the directly into the super soaker. I mean, have you ever seen the ends of one? No. Yeah. Oh, I have when I was a kid, but I didn't. I didn't measure it against my winkies. I don't know what <laughs> your winkies. <laughs> Old two dick rom. That's what they call me. That's my nickname. <laughs> Joe, you did a few hip hop albums. What have you been up to recently? Because I saw, well, two things I've watched of yours recently. The one is the rapping to comedy in one take. This is where you're like oh, yeah, walking along the street. That's right. Yeah, you're doing a track and then you go straight into. Is it the comedy cafe? No, it was uh, it's an interesting story of that. No promoter, obviously, in their right mind would want to let me kind of fuck up their night by saying, can I just have everyone wait for me for two minutes while I do a little thing, yeah. a little rap diddly outside. So uh, luckily the person that agreed to do it very kindly did, but it, unfortunately for me, I would have liked it to have been at a kind of hip hop esque comedy club. Right. Like, I don't know, like the Lang Factory or something like that, of a cool name. But in this case, where we shot was actually an event called uh, Hooray Cabaret, and right. paper dress vintage, so already okay. So that's a, that's a problem, isn't it? There's already away. you know cracks appearing in what yeah. happened, and um, and also yeah, I, I kind of I did do it in one take, but what what wasn't shown on camera was we did try once before, and I lasted about sixty seconds, and then there was a sound issue, so we had to run back. And I'm an I'm incredibly unfit man, and uh, I, I ran back, and then had to kind of immediately get back into the the filming, which is why if you look at the footage, I kind of resemble a single-celled amoeba struggling for survival. I'm about to have a heart attack, really. Right. And then there's a moment when I walk into the venue, I kind of look at the camera and realise I've got to try and entertain people with stand-up comedy for 10 minutes. So it was, it Could was they ordeal. hear your track outside? Or no, no. They no. Just, All they knew was... Fed in or whatever. No, no, no. No one knew anything. All they knew <coughs> was I was appearing. And because we had to reshoot, there was a period... We had like a small window to do it. But because we had to reshoot, there was about two minutes of 80 people just staring at nothing <laughs> while they waited for me to come in. Right. So that's pressure, isn't it? Because yeah. normally what you'd like is a compare. Yeah. But what you had instead of a compare is you had them waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. That's... that's Already they're against me. Yeah, that's tough, man. Outnumbered day-to-day spaced out, the likely lads, you were fat in which I placed out. Was at the bottom through the wonder years. Still my entourage stay large through these abundant fears. Been a sinner lately, not ideal, don't hate me. Want chicks to date me that don't look like dinner ladies. You were fad, G. Can't test my family and you gladly. We some men behaving badly. Concerns me not... So the rap was... It was sitcom titles kind of in the bars. There's like 60 sitcom titles like... You know, happiness, whatever. I can't remember the ones I did. Those loads. Interested in the young ones and kiss brass. You ain't near to this. 
You're a trash, get no clearances, no sales. You just keeping up appearances. But will and grace, I instill the pace. My home improvement plans are still in place. I'm not an animal. An angry kid, yes, phone jackers from Crapton Villas affected my happiness, fuck the office. And then the idea was to go from that straight on stage and then do stand-up about rap. So it was like... Oh, so you're flipping it. Yeah. But I'd never do it again. It was... You didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it. Oh, it was the most stressful thing I've ever done. Right. It's good, though. It's great. It's wicked, man. Mm. Uh, I wanna, what I want to ask you about before we start asking about what your favourite shit is um, Vanessa Feltz oh Feltzing yeah yeah. what's the deal with that so you did the track I did a tune called Everyone's Vanessa Feltzing and I kind of wanted to we'll play that won't we Ruth? yeah that'll go straight in All right, it's we'll probably playing as we speak hello it's not good lighting but I'm here I'm starstruck I'm trembling with Jester Jacobs the greatest Jewish rapper ever invented ah. 28 by now, should be killing the game Shows free clothes, chill on a coast Villa in Spain by now Still drop the off base flows Rarely shop away wells Make no mistake, double act The idea of felting is kind of It can be a positive or a negative thing in my eyes, it's kind of like being all you can be given your current circumstances. So right. Vanessa Feltz, for example, you know, she does her thing, and as a result, she's got a you know breakfast show on Radio Two. She's Feltzing. She's you know, she's making the best of what she has. Right. So I put the track out, and then I got a call from Feltz's people, and then I had to go on the radio and talk to her. And I thought maybe she was all up for the trap remix. Right. It kind of didn't gather too much steam. I guess that's kind of. A catalyst of choosing what was she like a breakfast broadcaster to write a song about rather than someone kind of in the mainstream yeah 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 uh, Feltz is a lovely she's she's a class act man <laughs> <laughs> she does seem it I was expecting you to ask a question there um, that's why I, I left the know. pause I opened up for you there <laughs> Mate, as a tap-in, follow-up <coughs> yeah. question. I mean, did you hear me talking to her? Because I was kind of terrified, because I was really worried I'd say the wrong thing. Because I was in Felt's Towers, it was all popping off. Like. Well, she made a big deal about how they'd had to censor the track or something before they played it on the uh, thing, yeah, didn't yeah. you? I want to ask you about the video, because you had loads of people wearing Felt's masks. Yeah. And then you have people that are sort of bemused as you walk past mm. them or whatever. There was like a woman that sort of looked like she was sort of starting on you or she was just sort yeah. of getting in your way and you did that really cool thing of just ignoring. Yeah. I thought it was very stylish. I found it arousing. It, I felt attracted I'm to glad you. I'm glad you found it stylish. At the time, I was really gutted because we were doing, we're trying to go for like the one take sort of thing. Yeah. And out of nowhere, this woman just popped up. She was absolutely off her trolley. Yeah. And she, I had kind of 30 felts dancing behind me. I was like the Pied Piper of felts. It was yeah. all going really well. And then she just appeared out of nowhere. She goes, what the fuck is this? And then, someone, no, 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 no. And then she's in my face. Yeah. And then a director kind of off camera kind of goes, we're, we're filming, we're filming, trying to shut her up. And then it just encouraged her. And then she sort of started saying, I don't care. I don't care. Jesus Christ. It's like something out of a nightmare. Yeah. And I thought, you might as well keep it in. It, it wasn't what, Vanessa Feltz. Was it wasn't. It? She kind of did resemble her a bit. And I think, you know, that's me felting live on camera. So yeah. I think it's a great example of what I'm trying to get across. You and can, you, you can try and do your thing and someone is going to... And has that kind of gone... That's kind of got big, that track, right? Well, I wouldn't say it's gone big. Uh, it's gone big. That's the thing. Viral. I would, yeah. I would have liked it to have gone bigger, but I think, you know... Vanessa felt she isn't, I mean, as much as I'd like her to be, she's not really a tastemaker for the youth market. No. That's, that was my flaw. You're that, not uh, You're not suddenly on the road to stardom because Feltz has given you a thumbs up. That's is the that thing. You know, uh, you know, I was a bit naive to think that once I get the Feltz bring in, it's just going to yeah. be bitches and crystal all the way. But, Were you hoping for a Fats and Small collab? 
Well, off the back of the felts. Would have been connection. nice. Would have been nice. Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? Right, so, Joe, what is your favourite hip-hop album? What is my favourite? Now, I know it's a difficult question to answer. I'll tell you what, obviously, I'll go with a classic choice. I'll go with 36 Chambers, first choice. Okay. Go space, catch the blast of a hype burst. My clock burst, leaving a hearse, I did worse. I come rough, jump like an elephant tusk. Your head rush, fly like Egyptian musk. Oh shit, we take clear spark the wixen. However, I'm asking a trick just like Nixon. I don't think there'll be, there will never be a better group better than Wu-Tang ever, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay, so Wu-Tang album, what's your, who's your favourite Wu-Tang MC? It's tricky, I'd probably say the first person I was listening to would be Raekwon. Raekwon? Yeah, Raekwon. Ray was the original guy I was listening to, but I mean, I'm a big Jizza fan as well. A Jizza album would probably be in the top five as well. Yeah. He's a smart dude. The order of people I listened to, it, it sort of started with Ray, and I listened to a lot of Ghostface growing up. Mm, love Ghost. Supreme yeah. Super Inclined Oh my God, what Iron album. Man. Iron Man has Winter Wars, which is arguably one of my favourite Wu-Tang tracks ever. It's a cool. lot of people argue about that. Is that one of Joe's favourite tracks? There's a big argument that goes on. Is <laughs> Winter Wars we one of Joe Jacobs? Yeah, today. thank God. It's official. What else? I like that uh, one of my first albums I ever heard was Return to the 36 Chambers. Yeah. Which is fucking great. ODB. Brooklyn but, Zoo was... There was I, liked Brook, I liked some of that album. Mm. I, you know my favourite bit on it is when he did that noise uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> he did that for ages didn't he yeah I think I heard that the whole album was freestyled by him I know that they no way no Jizz and Rizza wrote his bars but like I don't know if it's that I don't know I think it's the meth album Rizza's studio got flooded and he had to re-record, no, sorry, reproduce like the whole album for meth. I heard that, but with ODB, I think. I mean, if you listen to it, it sounds like it's half of it's one takes for everything. Huh? So back to the question, like that's one of my. Oh, quick! What, I, what? I prefer that one, but Thirty Six Chambers is like one of the best records ever. So okay, I quick question take. for you, regards to Wu Tang, Master Killer. He's ill. Oh, dude, are you shitting me right now? He's like Jezza Light. Jezza taught him how to rhyme. He's like Jezza Shite, mate. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just off the top of the dome piece. That's, that's good. But I mean, he's got he's got his moments. Like he's got a tune called Silverbacks off yeah. his album with Jezza. That's that's up there, man. That's a so really you like good him? Tune. Yeah, yeah, he's good. This, I mean, we all know who the worst person in. Go on. I don't have to say it. Who do you, you think? Say it. it. You God. Yeah. I was say. <laughs> he did have an album. He did have an album, didn't he? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't had it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, the, the thing about Wu Tang is that they had the whole thing like about them, like one or two of them turning up to gigs in London, mm. and, like yeah. <laughs> just like people get excited and go, "Fucking good to see Wu Tang!" And then Method Man and his cousin would be there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like just. I mean, that wouldn't be so bad. Meth wasn't at the like, latest UK shows, I think, and they were missing. Like Raekwon, I think they literally had about three of them. So depressing. So, I mean, how annoying is it? Yeah. You turn up there. Imagine you paid your money advertising. and you, God, and Master Killer were the only two that turned up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how many people were there at the end. <laughs> Just, anybody want to hear from, more from you, God? No, mate. This is some stuff from my solo record. Oh, Christ. Some money stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so like experimental experimental you got my rock album 
might, I might get him on a track. It's probably about ten dollars of us. Yeah, he'll <laughs> probably, probably give you a book token to guess. I saw on Twitter Sadat X. Do you know Sadat X from the he must brand be about new sixty? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he was like tweeting about if you wanted him to do a guest spot on one of your tracks. Oh wow! And like put up his like yeah. email address to get in touch with him. I just done a tune with Planet Asia. Really? Yeah. How did that come about? My friend, I'm making an album with my friend who's kind of more on it than me and he sorted out everything and just said be here to record it at this time and I went and uh, I had to pretend like I kind of knew about Planet Asia I don't really know too much about yeah. it but it, was, it came out real nice but it's really good to hear little old Joey from Boreham Wood yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, coming on the mic just before Planet Asia from the west side Yeah, <laughs> it's a real mix of styles there but it works did you get nervous? no what did he? Think? I didn't get nervous because it had been mailed to us. The right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in the room. <laughs> it's very difficult to get nervous yeah. around a recording. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but what I did do because I obviously, given that I'm a comic as well, my my natural inclination is to be an idiot in the studio and in all areas of music. But I found it really hard to not shout him out at the beginning by saying, you know, what's going on, planet? Hello, planet. <laughs> got my man planet it so of, I had of all to... of the planets you're my favorite exactly yeah, even yeah. more so than diggable exactly oh it's good thank you so yeah i mean it's it's interesting being a comedian after being a rapper because sometimes when i do interviews or perform on stage if i've been gigging too much i approach it as a comedian rather than a rapper because a rapper you can't really conduct an interview properly with a rapper they kind of give open-ended answers they're not very specific but as a comedian you've got to be analytical and try and crack jokes all the time there's less pressure on a rapper they just have to go in and just go, yeah, 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 don't know, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's so eloquent on the record and then just sound like they can barely speak in a lot of the interviews, do you know what I mean? That's part of the charm. What, what was that? Pardon? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Rumadge coming in with his little dishes. Shut up, Rumadge. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, okay, any other records, any other like sort of favourite <laughs> albums you want to shout out? I like... Um, shout out. Mm. God, kill me, Come sorry. On, Focus. I like uh, <laughs> Dizzy Rascal's first album is pretty iconic yeah take that with me I like Roots Maneuvers stuff yeah take one of them I like the Streets album the first ever Streets album mm. when I first heard that tune Turn the Page in my mum's living room got a little chubby on <laughs> got a little chubby on good tune yeah turn the page on the day walk away cause there's sense in what I say I'm 45th generation Roman but I don't know or care when I'm spitting So return to your sitting position and listen, it's fitting And I'm miles ahead and they chase me Show your face on TV, then we'll see I met Mike Skinner once Oh, did he? What's he like? Well, he wasn't... He didn't really chat to me mm. Because what had happened was I had just crashed and burned pretty badly out of a rap battle right. and, and he had seen it And it was sort of the situation where I felt like do you know the kid at school that nobody wanted to go in there in case like you caught something off him? Yeah. That's basically what I was that's mm. what I was like after that battle. He made you feel toxic. Like that. Yeah, and so I sort of went and sort of it's like I'd been humiliated in front of a crowd and then you find out that somebody you really respect is also in the audience. It's almost, oh God, it's almost yeah. like another defeat. Just another like little dig to the ribs. Oh, in case Did you, you ask him and check that he saw it? And... Yeah, I yeah. don't know if you saw Yeah, I saw you, mate. Yeah. Keep walking. <laughs> Dry your eyes, mate. I met him um, at his... I, don't, I met him at a book signing for his for his book. And I left work early to go see him. And I, I fucking love that guy. And yeah. It was the first time I ever met him. And I was there kind of early. No one was there. 
and uh, I sat at a table with him for a chat. And I never, I don't really get starstruck, but I really was starstruck. And I think the reason is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When he talks to you, it's like how he raps. So it's impossible to have a conversation with him because yeah. it's like... If you, have, you start every, nodding your head in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, everything he said was like a song. Yeah. He's got these big, dull eyes. It's so, just getting it's really lost. It's nice and, to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. sitting in the shop. Doing a book signing like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's my favourite streets tune. <laughs> <laughs> book signing. Yeah. Have you had the remix? Yeah, yeah. Oh mate, Waterstones. Waterstones remix. Yeah. Crazy. Here's a little bit that you like to pull. How did you get into hip hop? How did I get into hip hop? I think it's the same way of most kids do. I was handed CDs by delinquent older people. Right now, this doesn't sound how most people get into hip hop, mate. Oh shit. That is. You've described a grooming situation now. Well, some old men gave you some CDs. They weren't old. They were older. <laughs> oh, older, right. Okay. Older. Sorry. <laughs> old men who were really into hip-hop. Yeah. Like 80, 80, like rat 10 years ago. What a sinister way to get into the hip-hop genre. Instead of sweets. <laughs> so I've, we've discussed that my song has was actually targeted at, about men. Yeah. No, that was rumoured. now I've that. been groomed. So, there's a theme. Into hip-hop by older men. That, that was Rumad said that, okay. the thing about the... And to be fair, you said that about the older men. But anyway, so... No, I said men. No, I didn't say men. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? You said an old... You said a naked old dudes. man. You said a naked old man came up to you in the park and gave you a hip-hop CD. That's, can we play yeah, that yeah. back? That's we exactly what you said. We can play it back if you need to. But he knew his stuff, is what I'm saying. Right, OK. Yeah, you the first one I recall clearly was some of these really bad. Remember listening to Lil Kim Hardcore? You ever heard that? I've heard uh, Crush on You. Yeah. Was that on that album? Could be. Yeah. But was I that our first first album? I think it was. Had a had a seductive cover, and I remember because I was only Butter Boy, but the opening skit. So what we called you? Oh my God, Rumage! Rumage <laughs> has got to drop the bomb on that one. It's insane. <laughs> butter boy. <laughs> hey, butter boy, got a CD for you, butter boy. Come here, I got another CD. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so carry on. So you had hardcore. This wasn't how I thought this would be. <laughs> but no, on, like the first track of the Lil' Kim Hardcore album is like a skit and it sounds it had sex noises right. and I was like oh, it must have been like 10 when I first heard it yeah. so it was kind of uh, it was sexy Arousing, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
that was my introduction to hip hop. I guess that was it. There was skip. Se- Kim. sexy mm. noises. Lil Kim. I think about she she looks by the way. She had a load of different. She doesn't look good. She looks different. Let's just say that. She looks yeah. more Kim like. Yeah, she looks so Kim. She Melon Kim. No, it's not bad. Kimchi? No? Uh God, it's got to become a pun show. Jesus. That opening skit was I thought it was someone having sex, but then I listened to it back recently. It's actually a dude in a porn cinema having a wank, I think, so it used to turn me on, but probably now. It... So you get you were yeah. Mate, Mate, you're, you're, not not yourself, you're not doing yourself any no. favours here, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> that was the first one, but then I got put onto, I think, ODB, Return to 36 Chambers, Yeah. followed that, and then I remember being given the Onyx album, Shut Them Down. Oh, nice. That's a great album. Sticky Fingers. And also, Shut Them Down is their second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great album. First one was Back the Fuck Up. Yeah. Back the, back the Fuck Up. Back the Fuck Up. One word, that was, by the way. Shut them down, start the violence, rewild and wild and swing rappers, body found, washed up on Coney Island. When I rolled up, this nigga hustled slowed up, that killer froze up. When I pulled up, jumped out with the pump, I thought he'd do shots and ducked out. Then I broke out, left that cat for dead, his body smoked out, cause in the fallout, that killer's that kill me, kid, I'm going all out. Life's a bitch, fuck it, got the gun, bust it. Gameplay, gotta play by the rules of your own, cannot be trusted. I also had, I also got given loads of Cypress Hill stuff. First album, mate. That was probably a a fitting prelude to a heavy skunk addiction. Rumage, you've just absolutely nailed it there. First album, amazing. Better than Black Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Unless you think this first album is Black Sunday. No, no, no. It was just called Cypress Hill, wasn't it? Yes. Red cover. That's that's better than Black Sunday. Dude, come on, dude. Mm. Much better. How I could just kill a man, psych a better buck down. Mm. Yeah? Black Sunday. Lesson is a less than forty-five minutes. I remember that album. Mm. Yeah, less than forty-five minutes. I remember because I put it onto a tape and it only filled one side. Ooh, that's really nice. Um And and it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good, but it wasn't better than their first one. Their first one was great. Well, I think yeah, maybe maybe, maybe right, but that's not the one I listened to. I think it was before my time. When did that come out? Like eighty-five? No, nineteen eighty-five. Joe, ninety-one. Why don't you ask one of your fucking old friends? They'll tell you. They'll tell you when it came out. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Hey, bad boy. Hey, bad boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's bullying, isn't it, basically? It's not nice. It's not no, nice. it's not nice. It's not nice at all. Might um, write, write a song about it. Don't, mate. Don't write a song about it. It's beef. You can start. Have we, have we got beef? Okay, you can't do any more. If I wrote you a song, would you reply as a song? Or are you done with it now? <laughs> pull you out of retirement that's a challenge if you wrote me a song mate um, I would do absolutely nothing because me replying silence be, is golden would be one of the biggest insults to both myself and the art of hip hop no no I always think when someone does a diss record and then they never reply that must be really annoying for the person who wrote the song they've gone to all that effort yeah. gone to the studio written their little poem booked the time and then the other person just didn't even respond well do you not think that um, sometimes they used to like People used to like going at people just to get some sort of... Do you remember uh, when Tim Dog did Fuck Compton? Do you remember that song? Vaguely. So when NWA and like Snoop and everything were at their, their ultimate, mm. their pinnacle of fame, Tim Dog, New York rapper, came out with this track, Fuck Compton, 
He came out with a song about Snoop called Bitch with a Perm. Nice. And like he just started like doing all this stuff. And he got so much popularity just because he's sort of doing this East Coast sort of big up New York mm. sort of thing. All you suckers that riff from the West Coast, I'll diss and spray ass like a roach. You think you're cool with your curls and your shades. I roll thick and you'll be yelling out raid. A hard brother that lives in New York. We're suckers are hard and we don't have to talk. Shut your mouth before we come out stomping. Hey yo, easy. Fuck Compton. Controversial. I hope Tim Dogs not listen to this because I don't think it's that good. But he got some heat off the back of it. Went on to do a song with Apache Indian. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> Tim Dog. There's a little fact for you, fact fans. <laughs> Went on to do unbelievable, isn't it? Song with bloody. What's happened is Tim Dog, after doing Fuck Compton and Bitch with a Perm, heard Boom Shakalak and thought, <laughs> I, I need to collab this. with that dude. Let's make this happen. Let's get some magic going on. Do you know what I mean? Um, do, yeah. do you ever follow any like British? beef because that's more interesting like God, who's got who's i'm trying to think of good disc records and my one of my favorites was when lethal bizzle went after jammer mm. and did a song called bacon dread i called him like a pepperoni dread which is very you know it's a strong was that visual. an insult of, uh, of his dreads it's did just, he say his dreads are like pepperoni is that what he's getting he he looked like a pepperoni with bacon dreads on top of it i think so he good. actually looked like a pepperoni <laughs> He was like, Bizzle, bacon dread. Bacon dread! <laughs> already, already that's strong. Yeah. It's a strong opener. Yeah, it's a strong opener. What's Every, everyone with... went at Chipmunk. Yeah, poor Chipmunk. Mate. Poor old Chipmunk. He just yeah. seemed like such a nice dude. Do you not think? Yeah. Chipmunk, he didn't want to cause any problems. Wait, well, well. Just wanted to hang out with Alvin and Simon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, it was Simon one. Yes, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Oh wow! Um, yeah, Chipmunk was alright. No, they did. Like he just did a song. He mentioned one thing, and then everyone went ape shit. And then Skepta came in against Devilman again. You ever heard of Devilman? No. Oh man, Devilman! I love that guy. He's like, I like grime music a lot. Yeah. I love grime music, and I like Birmingham grime. I think apart from London, Birmingham have a really good sort of grime sound. And Devilman. Basically, is he's just a deplorable man, but he makes fucking great music. Really? Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. I am the meat and greeter, hot like heater, vegetable eater, chipmunks on some side man too, passenger seater, come like skepta, lyrical repeater. Don't call out my name and I chat, so my name and I chat like say some feature. And then he kind of like skepta did a response to him where he said, Wagwan for certain man, thought this was a clash about music, all of a sudden, devil man, you want a sperm on man, which I think is quite a good lyric. Holy shit. Because he mentioned ejaculating on Chipmunk in one of his his, his lines. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was making this up. He talks about ejaculating on Chipmunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just kind of said it like in passing, and then Dev, uh, and you then... can't say something like that in passing, can you? I can't no, remember. Listen, man, I'm gonna. Uh, can you get me a diet coke and uh, a couple of sandwiches? By the way, I'm gonna. I think. I think he said something like, "I'm gonna turn on you. I'm gonna sperm on you." Very quickly. And then right, 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 right. The, the average listener wouldn't even pick up on. Yeah. What I was gonna turn on him. He's gonna. He's gonna what? Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> can you rewind that? What yeah. did he say? This after turn. Yeah, to ejaculate on yeah. you. Yeah. If somebody Put said the mic down and then actually. If I was battling someone and said I'm gonna sperm on you, I'd go. Do you know what, mate? You win. Listen, this yeah. is over. Yeah. We're done here. Well yeah. done. You've shown a level of commitment to this above and beyond anything I'm willing to do. I think, I think that's the Congratulations. point. Congratulations. Did you uh, do you listen to a lot of British hip hop? Because I I, yeah, sort I, love of, it. I used to listen to loads of it. Mm. I used to like like all the old school. Is it old? Is it? I don't know if it's but like hijack and hijack, gunshot. Oh yeah, black twang. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, black twang. 
Like, it's in a good place at the moment. There's lots of kind of good collabs with US people, like Skepta's kind of leading the way. But it never used to be the case. It used to. I used to like watching. You'd watch a, a or listen to a radio interview or watch an interview of an American rapper, and then the interviewer, if they're British, would always ask the same question. They'd always say. You check in for any sort of UK artist. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that? And then they always say, they always catch them. They just go, "Yeah, man, I listen to a lot of that stuff." Over and then they'll say, "Yeah, you know about like Dizzy or Wiley and them." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, he's doing his thing." Yeah, man. Dizzy Wiley, I love that dude. <laughs> say, you, you ever heard of like, MC Silly Billy from South? And like, oh yeah, Silly Billy, man. <laughs> Looking to sand the motherfucker. <laughs> now it's actually incredible. Underground UK hip hop was. It used to be kind of a bit whack, but it's definitely stepped up. And like it, admitting to be a rapper, actually, no, that's never changed. You, you can never admit to being a rapper, really. What's the response to you, like, when you tell people that you're a rapper? It's. It's a. It's a source of shame. Do people do people do that cartoon thing when they go, oh, yeah, yo, Joe, yeah, what you know, bro? Every time, yeah. It's it kind of I don't even get into it, but it's kind of insulting because hip hop's fucking great and it's popular music as well. Yeah. So I don't understand why people do that. Yeah, it upsets me. You can tell I'm upset. Yeah, it's, I can tell. It's changed oh. in tone. Yeah. Because I'm trying. To, no one does it for any other sort of profession. People do it for comedy, though, don't they? They say, "Tell us a joke." Tell yeah. us a joke. Yeah, you should do a joke about this. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I, I think that like with hip hop, is sort of seen as like a, it's slightly seen as a, a joke music. I think, like in a way, like like you know, hip hop's been around for a to long the outsider. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 been around for a long time. But people take the piss out of hip hop in the way that they don't because there's this. You know this 90s gangster rap that has sort of stuck as the image psyche, of yeah. people's psyche as mm. the image of hip hop forever. Yeah. They've got that snapshot is now what everyone thinks about rap music. So mm. when you talk about hip hop now, people go, oh yeah, boss a cap in your ass and all mm. that shit. That's what they think it is. That's what yeah. forever people, I don't know when that's going to stop. <laughs> but it's just right here. Yeah, let's end it now. Oh man, hip hop gripes. Joe, Hello. what's the worst thing about hip-hop? I guess the thing I don't like about it is promoting yourself, especially in the, like, the digital age. Yeah. Because I don't have a manager or anything. And uh, so I, I still have to sell CDs, and it kind of, if you don't have that much of a following, it kind of removes the mystique if you have to go on Facebook every few days and say, check my new shit, download it, buy it now, or tweet it and everything. It's, like, I guess... Like, here's an example. So you, you, you'll be on stage, you'll finish a set, and then you'll kind of do a speech at the end to the effect of, like, this is what I do, this is my hustle, this means so much to me, I love the support, yada, yada, yada. If you want to buy a mixtape, I'll be by the toilet selling them. And then no one does. <laughs> yeah. That gets you down a bit. Yeah. And then, like, I've noticed people, they'll come over to you and say, like, big up, but they won't really buy a CD. And then you'll try and sell it. And then they'll say, no, I've got no money. And then they'll just go and buy a round for their mates. That's a depressing mm. story. There's a few comedians who do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always think it's a weird, like, uh, I mean, it must work sometimes. I've just given up trying to sell I it. If they, I can't, I, my sales <clears throat> technique is so appalling. In the end, I just, I just give them a CD, usually. Well, they probably know they can go and find it online. Right? <laughs> yeah, but it's like about supporting. How much is your CD? Well, 
my opening gambit might be five pounds. Right. And then they'll kind of go bullet time in their pockets, yeah. pulling out shrapnel. And then I'll say, how much you got? And they'll be like, oh, I've got like two fifty. And so look, just give me, give me so that. So dignified. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's the point. So you're on stage, you're like, the man, I've had yeah. a fucking great set. And then it all just dissolves. My sales technique now is I'm going to try and make them feel sorry for me, which is what, right. I, what I've done <laughs> so recently. How do you do that? Well, I've got this new thing I'm developing because I saw a comedian do something similar and I love it. Basically, I'm buying a case. I've bought the case and then you flip it up and it's going to say, ye old Jester Jacobs shop, like with an E yeah. on the shop, you know, like with a, it'd be like CDs, five pounds, two for seven or whatever. And then yeah. you have all the CDs there with your case. So you just flip it up. Yeah. And if they want to buy it, they can and you don't have to say can you buy this and then like the the aesthetic of it is quite a pathetic sort of image isn't it right so, this is guy flipping up this case yeah, he's walking around with a case <laughs> yeah, full of cds so he's got a little made a sign little purse with change in it you know i mean so Ooh. i think that's a strong look and have you seen sales go up since you no 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 well i haven't i haven't finished <laughs> it yeah i'm still doing it out of the pocket can you buy this stuff online yeah it's jesterjacobs.bandcamp.com yeah. like um, when, when i when i sell something on that that feels good have you ever tried, you know, when you see those dudes selling or making you listen to tunes on the street? Oxford Street. Yeah. Oxford Street is good for buying um, CDs. Have you ever bought one? From no. Something like I haven't. They actually. give you... you really? Th- yeah. Did he, he have bought a good, one? Why? He felt he, sorry for him. That's yeah. why. He had his little case. No, I didn't feel... Well, he was quite intimidating. That's a good start. And also, I sort of thought he wouldn't leave me alone. Mm. So I thought 10 quid was worth it to sort of end the conversation. Yeah. It's quicker. And it was two for ten. Mm. One for five, two for ten, which I thought was a good deal. Do you listen to them? Uh, I listened to one of them. I thought it was all right. Mm. That's how you guys met. Mm. Oh! Hey, clever. Um, <laughs> no, I thought it was good. I thought it was yeah. all right. I thought it was good. I, you, you sort of got to respect somebody that's doing it. Yeah. Selling that's pretty dedicated. Okay, so do you find other rappers are supportive of like promoting you and stuff like that? Because as a comedian, I don't like promoting other comedians. I find it, you know, I don't really like supporting other acts. Mm. I, I did see you do one though on Facebook. Pardon? What did I do? Did he tweet about someone's show? Yeah, but that was probably yeah. because I was going to see them soon yeah. and I didn't want it to be awkward. Mm. Yeah, uh, but generally speaking, mm. I sort of like I like others to fail. I sort of yeah. think that that's. But that's why you, yeah, you're then sharing their event or whatever. To support that failure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think if, <laughs> if if this goes badly, I'll be able to see how badly it's yeah. gone because the event's on my yeah. page. Yeah. 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 But there's something, there's something to be said for supporting people because I like to support people, but then it also can look like you're begging it a bit as well. You're trying to be extra chummy with people you don't know. I like to support you, something that's good. But yeah. Again, it, it plays into that whole being elusive thing and in UK hip hop and I've noticed with comedy it's like it seems to be the case that if you support me I'll support you further down the line not mm. necessarily if you're good or anything just right 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 yeah it's very cliquey yeah so I'd rather just hate everyone equally well the problem with the problem is Joe with supporting people that are good is that they are good whereas what's better is to try and get those people to give up uh, by not supporting them at all that's that's how you survive do you know yeah. what I mean you can't if somebody's good immediately I start to panic and I think I'm not going to promote anything they do yeah. and hopefully do you ever retweet phrase because rappers do that and that's isn't that that's well, can I just say for the record I was joking by yeah, the way no, no, no. God, God almighty <laughs> anyway um, I think retweeting praise to me is pointless because you're retweeting 
to people that already follow you. I mean, I don't understand. And and it's such a weird thing to do. It's go, like, oh, Rupert, I was just having a conversation over there. Mm. And that guy said I was really good. So mm. I just thought I'd pass that on. Like, yeah. It's a weird thing to do, mm. isn't it? It is weird. And I think if you're going to retweet Price, you should also retweet the other stuff that gets into me. <laughs> that leaves me pretty low. I'm going to be honest with you. That is the way to deal with that, though. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't know about this retweeting. You, sometimes I've seen like really big acts, they retweet an insult and then it's like sicking the followers onto them. Do you know what I mean? And all of a right, sudden, yeah. people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it, mate. I had it with 50 Cent, mm. right? So, <laughs> so 50 Cent, he was like, um, you know, when he brought out that little, his, uh, his, his power shots or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did this thing where he said, I'm going to feed a billion children in Africa. And I mm. thought, oh my God, 50 Cent. It's like, holy shit. And then mm. I read the thing. And it's like for every power shot that you buy, I'll donate 15 cents of the two dollars, whatever it costs, to Africa. And that apparently that's like the equivalent of a meal. That's mm. what he's calling it, right? Why didn't he do 50 cent instead of what? Do you, what that's the trigger. Well, yeah. because because <laughs> Rupert, it's a very expensive way of doing a pump. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that to commit to that. I'll give you 50 cents. Well, 50, it's cut your profit margin by about 75%. Yeah, but I don't care. I know 50 cents. That's what I'm going to do. I got a good 50 cent story. I, I, uh, my old job, was one of the clients was Argos. Yeah. It's a marketing place I work for. And uh, 50 cent was selling his headphones for Argos. And his contract stipulated that he had to fly to uh, Argos headquarters in Milton Keynes. This is true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> This is a brilliant story, right? <laughs> so, 50 Cent was contractually obliged by Argos yeah. to fly to Milton Keynes to do a piece to camera about his headphones, his SMS audio headphones. Right? Yeah. The day before, there was an email going around the office and it said, does anyone want to go to Milton Keynes to interview 50 Cent for Argos? <laughs> and obviously, I said yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's quite Well, there are a lot of people saying yes. No, I mean, I think people were quite intimidated by Milton Keynes and 50 Cent. Yeah, so other. that's a heady brew, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I was like, I can't miss this. I have to I have to do it. So the next morning, I got on a train to Milton Keynes and started writing my questions uh, for 50 Cent. And I got to Milton Keynes and it was just the driest, most miserable building you could ever imagine. It was just awful. And I was thinking, there's no way. 50 Cent ain't going to be here. It's not going to be here, right? And I go in the door and I say, I'm here for 50 Cent. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did, I did. And this kind of this aging bloke, he just goes, Oh, yeah, follow me, mate. He led me down this labyrinth of uh, hallways. Come on, butter boy. <laughs> I've got a 50 cent CD for you. <laughs> You'll love him. So he led me down in these hallways, and I, I get to this tiny office, like this tiny room. And I look through the door, there's fucking 50 cents sitting there by himself. <laughs> <laughs> on his own as well. On his own. Oh, gosh. <laughs> on his own. And um, so I, I go in, I sit down. and it's Hold on, of... how does it paint the picture for me? What kind of chair is it? How does he look? What's it's like he a little, little office chair, like a miserable looking chair. Yeah. What was he wearing? It looked like a FBI interrogation room. It was right. tiny, tiny. What was he wearing? He looked pretty smart. It's very clean, man. It'd be funny if he's wearing an August top. <laughs> <laughs> a little bag. Yeah. <laughs> My name is 50. <laughs> So I go sit down, I sit down opposite 50, and it's one of those things, I think 50 cents, he's got to be the most famous person I've ever met, I mean that guy's like pretty iconic, it's one of those things where my brain is telling me you can't really register this now, 
just bank this and think about it later. But for now, you just got to be professional and interview Fifty Cent in Argos. <laughs> and this is this is to me an amazing opportunity, but also terrible because you're meeting Fifty Cent, but you have to interview him about Argos, don't you? Yeah, that's the thing. Like I, was, I wanted to give him a CD, but I mean, that's never going to lead to anything. Is it? Did you mention that you're a rapper? Nah. But quite a good ending. Gone, gone. But basically, so I'm, I'm sitting off opposite 50 Cent and he's nervous. I said, you're right, 50. And he goes, can't do a good accent. But he goes, Joel, how long have you been the director for this? <laughs> and I said, 50, I'm not going to lie. Probably about a few hours now. <laughs> and, he, and this is the funniest thing. He looks at me with fear in his eyes and he goes, I'm scared, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. He was scared. This is a man who's been shot nine times yeah. in prison for seven years. He was scared of Argos employees and what he had to do for them. Great. Oh, my God. So I said, don't be scared, man. It's going to be fine. Let's run over the questions together, which we did. We had a little role play. Yeah. Then we went out to the, the kind of uh, the main entrance, which was where we were doing the piece to camera. And then it was, he was good, man. But the, the one thing that he couldn't do was say the word Argos. <laughs> Do you mean that was against his religious beliefs or no, he just well, couldn't physically say it? There was a bit of a crowd drawing naturally to see 50 Cent in yeah. Milton Keynes. It was a big deal. And I had the camera on him and I said, right, you know what you got to say? And he's like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So he goes, I'm 50 Cent and you can purchase my SMS audio equipment from Argos. <laughs> I said, 50, that was good. That was good. It was good. It was a good take, 50. Just one, one thing. Just one, one, one small thing. It's actually Argos. Goss. Goss. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm 50 Cent. You can purchase my SMS audio equipment from Argos. <laughs> and I think we just... Was it one of you going, it's been nine times now, who's yeah. going to tell this guy? Yeah. As they say, I've got again. We just did it word by word. Oh, mate. No. <laughs> did you get him to do all the syllables and just edit it together afterwards? No, we got there in the end, but like, I knew I had to get a memory of it, so I... There's a photo on my Instagram of me and 50, and I'd kind of, before I leave, I just said, can I just get one picture, mate? And he goes, yeah, sure. And I just did a West Side, next 50 Cent, one of the most famous East Side rappers. So I kind of... Did he clock it? No. No. I pretended to a lot of people I was doing a collaboration album with him, but I don't think they believed me. Okay, Joe Jacobs, how have you enjoyed uh, your time on... I'll be honest with you... I felt like you got a little bit upset with some of Rue Madge's uh, sort of these being a bit piss-taking disrespectful, wasn't it? Yeah, there were a few jibes there. Yeah. Um, Not just from me, though. Yeah, it's both here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a team effort. I don't think I did as much as you did. Well, time so, will tell. Yeah, I'd like to clarify, I wasn't groomed. Uh, no, no, no. I was never groomed by any sort of hip-hop purist who's older. What, that what, didn't happen. what did you think of Rumadge? Because you you listened to the last one, didn't you? I did. What did you think of Rumadge sort of asking questions and sort of piping up a bit more? How did you feel? Did you think that was good? Or? I mean, in theory, I, I would have enjoyed it if I was listening, but because they were mostly digs at me. Yeah, exactly. My sexuality yeah. and my credibility. Yeah, correct. Correct. And he's got the sort of face where you don't think he's going to do that, and then all of a sudden he just drops a bomb, doesn't it? Yeah, it was an ambush. Yeah. Out of order, Rumadge. I'd like to apologise to both of you. Thank you. Accept- Apology accepted? I guess so. What are you apologising for? Uh, for being uh, what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, Joe, I'm going to say this to you, mate. You've been a, 
an amazing guest. Thank Great. you so much for awesome. coming on. We really appreciate mm. it. Um, My pleasure. A wicked 50 Cent story as well. Mm. But even without the 50 Cent story, you would have been an incredible guest. Add the 50 Cent story. Holy shit, bruv. Better, um, better than Mark Smith. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, not better than Mark Smith. Different. What is wrong with you today? <laughs> You liked Mark. You said he's brilliant. I did like him. He seemed like. Why would you just throw that in there like that? You're going to insult me on the next episode. I bet he will, mate. I'll let you know. Domino effect. One, plug two. Guest plugs for you. Right, Joe. Tell us, how do we get involved in purchasing your music? So you do comedy, whatever. You can. I'm all over the internet. You can go on YouTube.com forward slash Jester Jacobs. You can go on. Twitter forward slash Jester Jacobs. You can buy stuff. You can give me your money at jesterjacobs.bandcamp.com. That's probably about it, really, for now. I'll keep it, keep it cool. to three. It has been a genuine pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on, man. No worries, man. Cheers very much. Thanks. Love you. You too. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.